You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon, back with you for another look at uh, our study of Job and Ecclesiastes. We find ourselves ourselves in Ecclesiastes 7, 11 through 22. This session is titled Imperfect and Wise. This is session 11, and our central truth is this, wise people admit their imperfections and seek God for guidance. So this is kind of Solomon continuing to riff on this idea of humility, this idea of wisdom, this idea that we all um, need help. We all need guidance. None of us know perfectly the right way to go. In fact, when people throughout human history, I think, have sort of led with that to think, I know exactly the problem with the world, and I know exactly how to fix everything. We need to do exactly what I say. Those have been times when great injustice has been done. Those have been horrific times in human history. Um, you know, times of, of, of things like genocide and things like that, when people think, hey, I know what's right. Everybody needs to go my way. Um, so uh, this is, again, Solomon kind of um, reminding us that we need God's wisdom. Wisdom protects. Wisdom is as good as an inheritance, as an advantage to those who see the sun, because wisdom is protection, as silver is protection. But the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of its owner. So you see, when we submit ourselves to God's wisdom, when we come to God and say, look, I'll admit up front, I don't know the way to go. I don't know the best path forward. I, I'm not all-knowing. You are. Uh, we'll find the protection we need. All right, this is another passage that kind of gets into... The reality of the broken world we live in. And verse 14, Solomon says, And the day of prosperity be joyful, but the day of adverse, adversity consider God has made one as well as the other. So he reminds us that, hey, look, um, in this life, there's going to be days of joy, there's going to be days of adversity. You need to understand that that God is in control in both such, such situations and can sustain us in both situations and has lessons for us to learn in both situations and wants to use both situations to grow us. Um, there's another tricky uh, couple of verses in in verse 16 and 17. It says, Solomon says, don't be excessively righteous and don't be overly wise. Why should you destroy yourself? Don't be excessively wicked and don't be foolish. Why should you die before your time? Uh, what does he mean by don't be excessively righteous? Well, there's a content note for you on this on page 108 that will hopefully help you here. This warning in verse 16 not to be excessively righteous is not an encouragement to do a little sinning, like, hey, get, you know, do a little bit of sinning here and there. That's not what he's saying. Nor is the teacher discouraging readers from making every effort to pursue righteousness, to obey God, to do what would please him. In context, I think the teacher is objecting to this idea that living a strictly religious life, like jumping through all the religious hoops, going to church, reading your Bible, uh, you know, um, going to every single church function and missions trip, um, that living a strictly religious life will result in living a healthy, wealthy, and happy life. Like, obeying God doesn't always mean that life is going to go how you want it to and you will be super happy. A more modern translation of this passage might be, don't be a fanatic. Like, the teacher is warning against buying into this false notion that obeying God makes him owe us something. Like, he owes us a good or rich or happy life. And additionally, in verse 17, when he says, don't be excessively wicked, he does not counsel that some sin is okay. Rather, it implies that while some sin, while there is some sin in everyone's life and some sin in everyone's life is inevitable, those who embrace evil as a way of life are destroyed by it. 
these verses call us to look to God for guidance and turn away from both both from sin and self-righteousness. So I bring this up because you have students in your group that struggle on on that have the different struggles here. Like you have some that are really tempted to like live a really rebellious and lawless life. Like they're tempted to rebel hard against their parents' teaching and guidance. Then you have some that uh, that are like super obedient and super um, religious and like they do, you know, these are students that do everything you ask them to, they do everything their parents ask them to, but they've got a chip on their shoulder about it, you know. They're like the older brother on the parable of the prodigal son who, um, you know, the moment uh, a party is thrown for a prodigal, they're like, wait, what about me, you know. They, they keep, these are people who are keeping score, who think that God is more pleased with them than other people because of their righteous lifestyle. And so both are dangerous. Both those paths can lead to ruin. Both those paths can distract us from, from truly seeking God and finding the grace and, and mercy and purpose that only he can provide us. So um, help your students to see that. Help them to weigh through kind of where they're at spiritually on that. Remember, wisdom makes you strong. We need to live with a constant awareness of our limited perspective, of how little we understand the world. We need to remember that God is in heaven, that we're on earth, that he understands and sees all things, whereas we can often only see what's right in front of us. So help your students not fixate on their circumstances. Help them to let go of thinking that, you know, if I could just get this person to like me, or if I could just make the team, or if I could just get more followers on social media, then... I'll be happy and life would be great. Help them to see their worth, their value is rooted in God, and he wants to use them for his glory, for his purposes, for his kingdom. And that is that is a far more valuable way to live. That's a way to live that brings strength, security, and hope and joy. Thanks for your time. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com. 